The Voices of Search podcast is a proud member of the I Hear Everything podcast network. Looking to launch or scale your podcast? I Hear Everything delivers podcast production, growth, and monetization solutions that transform your words into profit. Ready to give your brand a voice? Then visit IHearEverything.com. Bridge Toll, California, customer service number. Highway miles to the gallon, Ford Focus. Thailand Cave Rescue Operation. What is Schema F? Best wine bars in San Carlos, California. Best Western hotels. How old is Ronaldo? What happened with Big Brother? What took an engagement? How long before a wedding should I send out many save the dates? The first Use IMAP to check email on other email clients. Identify fonts from where to find the best. Welcome back to Content Optimization Week on the Voices of Search podcast. I'm your host, Benjamin Shapiro, and this week we're going to publish an episode every day covering what you need to know to optimize every stage of your content marketing funnel. Joining us for Content Optimization Week is Marlon Glover, who is the content services team lead here at Searchmetrics. He is responsible for shepherding Searchmetrics' largest and most strategic clients into content marketing success. And today we're going to continue our conversation with Marlon and discuss how to optimize your middle-of-funnel content. But before we get started, I want to remind you that this podcast is brought to you by the marketing team at Searchmetrics. We're an SEO and content marketing platform that helps enterprise-scale businesses monitor their online presence and make data-driven decisions. To support you, our loyal podcast listeners, we're offering a complimentary digital diagnostic. A member of our digital strategies group will provide you with a consultation that reviews how your website, content, and SEO strategies can be optimized. To schedule your free digital diagnostic, go to searchmetrics.com slash diagnostic. Okay, and this podcast is also sponsored by Ahrefs. What if I told you that you could monitor your website's SEO health, backlinks, and organic rankings at no costs? Sounds too good to be true? Well, it's not. Because my friends at Ahrefs just launched Ahrefs Webmaster Tools. Ahrefs' new Webmaster Tools product quickly helps you improve your site's visibility by pointing solutions to over 100 technical issues that might be holding your search performance down. Plus, AWT monitors for backlinks so you'll know the most linked to pages and how those links are affecting your rankings. And AWT shares what keywords your website ranks for and compares how you stack up against competitors for key metrics like search volume, keyword difficulty, and traffic value. Look, monitoring your website used to require multiple expensive tools. And now, thanks to Ahrefs, that's not the case anymore because AWT will help you monitor your SEO health, backlinks, and keywords for free. And no, it's not one of those 14-day free trial offers. It's a powerful site audit tool that will keep working for you for free. So check out Ahrefs Webmaster Tools at ahrefs.com slash A-W-T. That's A-H-R-E-F-S dot com slash A-W-T. Here is the second installment of Content Optimization Week with Mr. Marlon Glover, Search Metrics' Content Services Team Lead. Marlon, welcome back to the Voices of Search podcast. Ben, thank you for having me again. Of course, of course. <laughs> Glad to have you here. Uh, yesterday, we talked about uh, building awareness, casting a wide net, understanding who your customers are, and building just content, doing some keyword research, looking at your industry, but just generally trying to build something that's going to get in front of them and be tangentially related to the products or services you're selling. Today, we're going to talk a little bit about the middle of the funnel, which is you know what I called educational content. I think you'd call it consideration 
Talk to me a little bit about the dividing line between building awareness and improving consideration. Yeah, Ben, I'm rubbing my hands together because this is actually my favorite part of the of the funnel. Uh, this is where the rubber really meets the road with a customer truly teaching their prospective buyers uh, throughout their buying process. So um, the dividing line that you mentioned is between awareness and a potential buyer has a need that's so significant that they want to find a solution for it. So an example may be... Uh, Let's say I'm a content marketer. <laughs> Let's say I'm a content marketer and I'm looking to do a content gap analysis, but I don't necessarily have the tools to do it. So my, my issue is and my need is that I need to do a content gap analysis. I may be a new marketer or maybe I'm, I'm not up to speed with the new technology out there. So first, I want to understand you know, how to conduct a content audit. Right? That may be an example of the first search I, I take. Now, we do understand um, and recent data has shown from Google that the, the consumer journey may be different for different types of products and solutions. Maybe someone will start with um, knowledge of a specific product or a service provider and they start their search there. So it's not necessarily linear in all cases, but there still is a need to educate and to provide individuals with you know, these teaching moments in, in this research phase. So it's important that we understand the demand for these questions and looking at the data. I think you know, I'll use an example that you brought up in our last podcast where we were talking about a company that's selling blenders, an e-commerce product. And you mentioned that building awareness that that company can create uh, recipe pages, right? And they're trying to understand and build an audience of people that are active and avid chefs. And to me, the dividing line between building awareness and just getting your brand in front of someone and then improving their consideration is when you start talking about what makes a good product. So this is comparison sites between uh, all of the different blenders or content that talks about you know what are the most important tools to have in your kitchen, right? When you're actually educating someone on not only what your product specifically does, but why it's important to have a product in that class. It's basically working your way down to why our product is the best. Yeah, I think what we're looking to do with our content strategy is... Um, uh, I come from a school of thought around this idea of challenger selling, right? So you know, teaching, tailoring, asserting control throughout the buying process is really a sales methodology. But I think there is overlap with our content strategy. And so typically, at this stage of the, the buying process, buyers are looking for how much or how little they need, right? Looking for the important elements that they should be considering when they're looking to solve that problem. Now, it's up to the solution provider, the manufacturer, or whoever it may be that's, that's looking to solve that problem with their products to help customers understand what they should be considering. And if they're doing it well, then they should be leading to their unique value proposition, right? So at this moment where they're educating them about the things that make not only them unique, but the things that their customers should be considering and, and, and ideally helping them overcome some potential challenges as they consider other stages of, of, of that purchasing decision as well. And to me, the questions you're answering with this types of content is, what is it? And do I need it? Right? Like, hey, I've been exposed to this brand. I understand that they have these products. 
That's the awareness stage. Getting into consideration is what is the product? Does it have value in my life? And then down the road, you know, when we get into tomorrow's episode when we're talking about, you know, actually getting the purchases, you know, what are the things that I need to understand to feel comfortable making a purchase? Is it right for me? Yeah, the only the only thing that I would change there in, in your language is at this stage, it's not so much about the product, it's about the solution. It's, it's important for every organization to truly understand what problems they're solving for their buyers. And, you know, for a lot of, you know, when you look at, you know, different types of product sets, uh, we can find different needs and solutions within a single product. So, you know, an example of that is, uh, again, search metrics. Search metrics has a product that can solve the needs of both SEOs and content. Maybe, uh, you know, uh, an SEO needs to do an SEO technical audit, right? This solution solves that problem. A content marketer could also use this to develop their content plan. So uh, I think it's important for us to think about the consideration stage is not necessarily building, uh, a, you know, significant value in our products. And this is where a lot of organizations make that mistake. It's about teaching them around the the things that they should be considering when they're they're looking to solve that problem. It's not until we start uh, getting towards the later stages of the consideration moving into the purchase stage is when we're really talking about the unique value proposition of our individual products and solutions and we're peppering in branded terms um, in, in that way. So um, I just wanted to make one clarification there. And this is where we see a lot of organizations tend to overemphasize on product and brand and feature-specific content is because they think they're truly answering those questions at the earlier stage when indeed they're not effectively teaching and educating their customers um, at the consideration stage. Time for a one-minute break to hear from our sponsor, Previsible. So you're looking for SEO help, and you got a couple of options. You could start replying to spam from agencies that claim they can get you to rank number one on Google. You can pay an hourly rate for a consultant who will inevitably nickel and dime you with hourly charges. Or you can work with a cookie-cutter agency to quickly launch a strategy-less project with low success rate. None of those sound very good, now do they? Well, that's where Previsible's integrated consulting model comes in. Previsible draws from a collective 40 years of SEO and digital marketing experience to unlock your organic growth opportunities. They build custom solutions that combine strategy, technical expertise, content, and reporting to effectively operationalize SEO for your business. Previsible's four-stage approach ensures that your SEO programs thrive by starting off with a strategy-first approach. Then they support you in your efforts to create quality content, help you identify technical issues, and most importantly, they'll work with your cross-functional teams to integrate your SEO strategies to make sure that your SEO budget actually drives results, not just your agency's bottom line. So join brands like Yelp, eBay, Canva, Atlassian, Square, all who rely on the SEO consultants at Previsible. For more information, go to previsible.io. That's previsible, P-R-E-V-I-S-I-B-L-E dot I-O. So it's not necessarily, do I need this product? It is, what is the solution to my problem? Which to me, when we talk about the format, it seems like a lot of this type of, you know, middle of funnel consideration content is really answering questions as opposed to, you know, we talked before about blog posts and just tangentially related to your brand content. This is answering questions about the overall industry, product class, and set. 
That's exactly right. So when we when we uh, do that initial keyword research, typically what I'm doing next is uh, within our research cloud, we have um, a keyword discovery tool that allows me to type in question modifiers. So I may take a single keyword and do a phrase match for the, you know, for the what, when, why, who, which, attached to that keyword to understand the questions that folks may be asking, uh, potential buyers may be asking that's associated with those keywords. So that's when I'm starting to think about exactly the questions that buyers are asking at this stage. And, you know, consideration to me doesn't mean consideration of our products and solutions. Consideration to me means what should I be considering when I'm looking to solve my unique problem? I think one of the things if you do this content right is you end up building a lot of credibility, right? If you're able to clearly communicate and answer a customer's question and they can see a direct path between, hey, I'm aware of this brand. I'm aware that this company makes blenders. Now I'm starting to think about whether I need a blender and they are giving me the information that helps me make that decision. There is naturally inferred credibility that if you can communicate and help them with the decision, that you understand the problems that they're having. So your products will be valuable. That's exactly right. So, you know, again, I think there's a a very close uh, parallel to the sales process. So, you know, it used to be you would walk into a car dealership or maybe even walk into a Best Buy and you'll quickly get annoyed with the kind of overly aggressive sales rep, you know, telling you about all the features and specs of a specific product. It's like, hey, guy, I'm just looking to hear I'm just in here browsing, want to learn. But I think what we find is the folks that that we tend to not get so annoyed with are the ones that aren't so focused on the features and specs, but they may be helping us think about understanding what it is we're we're looking to to again, I hate kind of being repetitive and using this term, but solve for. But they're they're really teaching us and educating us and they're help, helping us uncover things that we may not have previously considered. So this is is what we're hoping to achieve with uh, content at this stage is we want to focus on building that credibility and um, using using this term uh, that is again in, in this challenging methodology, but is is um, is commercially teaching is teaching, but you're not teaching and leading them to a competitor. You're teaching them and leading them to what it is that you uniquely solve. Yeah, I think going back to your sales metaphor, you know, when I'm thinking about the sales process, the best salesmen try to understand what problem the customer is trying to solve first before actually making product suggestions. Yeah. And to me, that is that is very much what this middle class of, of content is about. Education, understanding the customer, building relationships, building credibility. In terms of doing the research for understanding what types of questions or what content to build here, we mentioned that a lot of these are going to be questions. So you're looking for who, where, when, what, why related to specific keywords relative to your brand. Are there any other ways that you suggest companies think about building their, their middle of funnel, their educational, their consideration content lists? Yeah, sure. So, you know, I think you, the data can help give us direction in our content strategy. I oftentimes would like to speak to the people that are uh, having these conversations with customers every day. So even if we're talking about products that are sold online, right? If you're a manufacturer and, and you have an online store, then I want to understand from the folks that are out there doing this research that are talking to customers, product teams, sales teams, anyone that has direct connections with 
you know, the, the prospective buyers and, and current customers. I want to hear from them. I want to understand what's happening on the ground. And then I think it's important for us to always tap into um, the trends and the different types of content that is resonating. Um, so I, I, you know, I use Google's research. Um, I'm a big fan of Think with Google. Um, I'm a big fan of Search Engine Land. I'm a big fan of some of these other uh, resources out there that help me um, understand what's happening and trends in the marketplace. But again, I think that our technology also allows us to understand what Google is rewarding in terms of search. So um, our search integration features and our technology allow us to get really clear direction in terms of the type of content that makes the most sense for a specific topic. Obvious answer, you know, search metrics can help you with that. But you know, the other takeaway from what you're saying is that you know there are other people that are influenced or communicating with your customers and leads on a regular basis, and they have a great understanding of what the frequently asked questions are going to be. So whether it's your sales team, whether it's your customer service arm, whether it's your manufacturers, you know, go around the rest of the organizations and ask them what questions their customers are asking and answer those in a format that is question-based, whether it's your FAQs, whether it's you know, somewhere on your site, even if it's in your blog, you know, building consideration and building credibility shows that you have an understanding of what the customer's problems are. And if you're able to build credibility by answering those questions clearly and articulately, you'll get that inferred credibility and you'll get more people coming into your purchase cycle, which is what we're going to talk about tomorrow. Yep, that's exactly right. Okay, great. Well, covered a lot of ground today. Um, I think that's a great place for us to stop. So that wraps up this episode of the Voices of Search podcast. Thanks for listening to my conversation with Marlon Glover, Search Metrics' content services team lead. We'd love to continue the conversation with you. So if you're interested in contacting Marlon, you can find a link to his bio in our show notes or you can send him a tweet. His handle is Marlon underscore Glover. And a special thanks to Previsible for sponsoring this podcast. If you're looking for support with all of your SEO needs, Previsible's integrated consulting model is there for you. They draw on a collective 40 years of SEO and digital marketing experience to help you unlock your organic search and growth opportunities. So join brands like Yelp, eBay, Canva, Atlassian, and Square, all who rely on SEO consultants at Previsible. For more information, go to previsible.io. That's P-R-E-V-I-S-I-B-L-E dot I-O. And a special thanks to Ahrefs for sponsoring this podcast. Monitoring your website used to require multiple expensive tools, but that's not the case anymore thanks to Ahrefs because they just launched their Ahrefs Webmaster Tools product, which monitors your SEO health, helps you keep track of your backlinks, and gives you the insight into what keywords are performing for free. So check out Ahrefs Webmaster Tools at ahrefs.com slash A-W-T. That's Ahrefs, A-H-R-E-F-S dot com slash A-W-T. If you have general marketing questions or if you'd like to talk about this podcast, you can find my contact information on our show notes or you can send me a tweet at Ben J. Shap, B-E-N-J-S-H-A-P. If you're interested in learning more about how to use search data to boost your organic traffic, online visibility, or to gain competitive insights, head over to searchmetrics.com slash diagnostic for your complimentary advisory session with our digital strategies team. And if you like this podcast and you want a regular stream of SEO and content marketing insights in your podcast feed, hit the subscribe button in your podcast app and we'll be back in your feed tomorrow morning to discuss Marlon's tip for optimizing your bottom of funnel purchase-related content. 
Lastly, if you've enjoyed this podcast and you're feeling generous, we'd love for you to leave us a review in the Apple iTunes store. Okay, that's it for today. But until next time, remember, the answers are always in the data. Thank you.